uh, data strategy is almost very personal, but what I mean is that it's very custom to the organization and you need to understand the organization's strengths and weaknesses, the aspirations of the organization. The data strategy needs to support the overall business strategy and ideally the data strategy will support the KPIs of the C-level executives of the business because then that way you ensure that you have both really great alignment but also really great support in what comes out of the, the data strategy. I'd like to say a big thank you to our sponsors, Talent Insights. Talent Insights are Australia's leading specialist data recruitment business. With offices in Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane, they're experts at providing recruitment strategy and building data teams for clients across industries Australia-wide. They provide recruitment solutions for all roles across the data lifecycle, including data engineering, data science, advanced analytics, customer and marketing insights, business intelligence, data product managers, and data governance. They're skilled at finding the best permanent and contract hires for your business needs, as well as statement of work, project focus, data resources. At Talent Insights, relationships matter most. I can say from first-hand experience, Talent Insights are fantastic to work with. Whether you're a business leader within an HR network or a specialist data candidate, Talent Insights should be the first company you turn to for all your data recruitment needs. Find them at talentinsights.com.au. Hi, this is Felipe Flores, and today I'm answering audience questions. How do you devise a data strategy? What sets apart the good from the bad? Okay, really interesting question. Lots, lots to say in this, in this front. I think, first of all, the kind of like the one line explanation of a data strategy that I like is that a data strategy combines and, and gets people aligned on where the organization is today from a, from a data maturity and analytics maturity. Uh, and well, first is defining where the organization is today, then getting agreement on where the organization wants to get to and this will be different for different areas of the business. And then uh, thirdly, create an execution path to get from point A to point B. Out of that execution path, we'll also have a number of use cases that come out and ideally these use cases are prioritized. Um, so we can talk a little bit about, about, about um, all, those, all those components. Um, but I would say in terms of what sets apart the good from the bad, uh, a lot of it is the internal alignment and, and, uh, um, and whether the strategy has been able to create the desire uh, for the organization to change. Um, and that desire starts with awareness and an understanding of where the organization is now, um, why it needs to change, where we'd like to get to, and then and then make that aspirational. Uh, aspirational doesn't mean it has to be, you know, very exciting or, or or very futuristic or very difficult to achieve. That's not necessarily uh, aspirational. Aspirational could be still realistic and still a, a, a step up from where the organization is today. Uh, but I think uh, making aspirational is something uh, really really important. And um, yeah, in terms another another point in terms of setting the good strategies, data strategies um, apart from from the bad, is um, 
the the fact that data strategies are broader in my view they're broader than analytic strategies they're broader than uh, ai strategies and they're broader than tech strategies uh, in terms of the technology that's being applied to data analytics so the data strategy needs to encompass everything underneath it uh, all those components that i mentioned uh, and i've seen organizations that have released their uh, sometimes their uh, technology strategy first, then their analytics and AI strategy, uh, and then a data strategy. And what they've been doing is building up to the to the data strategy. They've done the initial strategies with the view of how they're going to plug into the uh, the data strategy, and then the data strategy encompasses all of it because it looks at the life cycle from the uh, data capture, data generation that acquisition uh, all the way to the usage and the business value. Um, and, and that that broad focus, I think, is is really, really important. So we're saying setting apart the good from the bad is the aspirational, making it aspirational, um, getting the, the desire of the organization. Uh, we're also saying that it, um, that it needs to, um, ah, well, the point, the point that I just mentioned, um, and then the uh, the the third one before before it escapes me. The third one is to get alignment um, from and, and a shared understanding from the organization uh, on both where the organization is today and where the organization wants to go in the future. This is where maturity models. Uh, analytical maturity models, data maturity models are really useful, uh, really important. There's really good ones online. Uh, we may link to some um, underneath. And those those are really important to help build a common language and a common understanding within the organization. Uh, so I think that's that's one component, but sometimes they're, they're seen or felt as too being too theoretical. Um, so you need to look also, you need to look for examples on how to bring that to life for your organization. And sometimes I've seen leaders throughout the organization in different reports, the same, um, the same metric is being reported with completely different numbers. Um, they found this and then when they went to present to the executive team, about the data strategy, what they did, uh, they put that information up front and they had it as a question. So they said, when we look at our, say, monthly sales volume, which is the right number for last month, A, B, or C? And got people to vote. Some people said A, some people said B, some people said C. Turns out they were all correct numbers. They're all different numbers. There, and they were correct in the sense that they existed in a report in the organization at that point in time. Uh, and it was a great way to highlight that in terms of data maturity, um, the, there is no consensus or no single source of, source of truth in that organization at that point. Uh, and it was a, a great example to bring a key pain point to life before jumping into uh, defining where the organization is now in terms of data maturity, and then discussing where it could get to. Uh, so bringing those examples in, uh, I think are critical to take the organization in the journey and help them 
um, and help them be motivated to to move. Um, so that's that's really good. The, the, maybe the other part that um, that I would say sets apart the the good strategies from the bad strategies is a a prioritized list of use cases uh, and uh, essentially a bit of a a bit of a roadmap uh, that comes out of the strategy. It doesn't mean that the roadmap is going to be fixed uh, for you know however long that roadmap looks into two years, three years. It's it doesn't mean that that is going to be fixed, but what it shows is that there's been some uh, brainstorming in terms of the number of uh, applications uh, of, of AI and data in the business, and that there's been a prioritization and that there are groupings, uh, logical groupings of use cases that then can be prioritized in terms of business need or business impact uh, or customer, customer need, customer desire, customer impact. So having that um, a, a roadmap and a prioritized list of use cases is is great, um, is great. And I think is, is another um, another example of the good, uh, separating the good from the bad um, data strategies. So a data strategy is almost very personal, but what I mean is that it's very custom to the organization and you need to understand the organization's strengths and weaknesses, the aspirations of the organization. The data strategy needs to support the overall business strategy. And ideally, the data strategy will support the KPIs of the C-level executives of the business, because then that way you ensure that you have both really great alignment, but also really great support in what uh, comes out of the, the data strategy. And doing that while getting alignment of where the organization is, um, showing where, or getting a consensus on where the organization wants to go, developing an execution path, which is the, the roadmap on how to get there. And with that roadmap, having a prioritized set of use cases, then um, you can't go wrong in terms of the data strategy. Uh, some, some quick thoughts on the prioritization piece, uh, generally, there's uh, from from my experience, there's four components that really help um, that help prioritize and have the uh, prioritize AI and data use cases and have those conversations, and they include um, feasibility, uh, desirable. We'll go through them one at a time. So feasibility is the the first one that we that we think of as technical people uh, is, and the question there is, can it be done? Can it be done with the data that we have now? Can it be done with the technology we have now? Can it be done with the people we have now, with the skills we have, etc.? So it's all about can can it be done? Can it be done? Um, then there's a, a second question is around the desirability. So though does our customer want this? Uh, and the, the, the customer can be internal customer, it can be an external customer, but is there the desire for uh, for this for this product um, for uh, for this for this use case and and can we quantify that desire um, and and get a, a real deep understanding? This is kind of like um, getting an understanding from the market on how how important this is this 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 feature or this product is for them. 
So the desirability is number two, or not number two, but is the second component. They're overlapping components. The third one is viability. So is there a, a, a financial return on this? Um, how big could this financial return be? Uh, and can we estimate it accurately? Do, do we have uh, early indicators on the, the financial viability of, of these efforts? So that's the third. And then the fourth one is organizational readiness. And I've seen lots of really great um, data products and AI products that have that are sometimes easily created. And by easily, I mean in two months, maybe three months, so definitely, definitely under three months, um, they can be created and the product is there. But if the organization is not ready to either uh, consume or adopt the product um, or, or bring it to life for customer, then uh, the, the product will sit on the shelf, uh, even if it's excellent, but if there's not or that organizational readiness. And that, that organizational readiness is on two sides, on two components. It's the technical side. What is the technology required to operationalize this data products or AI products uh, within the organization or outside? And then the other side is the, the, the organizational readiness is the people side. So are people aware that this is valuable, aware that this is a problem, aware that the customers want it, um, and do we have the, the momentum to make it happen and the focus to make it happen within the organization? And it's important to align that early, and it means getting into other strategies within the business. And what I mean by that is like, um, the organization as a whole will have a strategy and how we have a data strategy in our area, the business lines will have their strategy, uh, technology will have their own strategy, marketing, etc. So organizational readiness is to put the use cases that we have on our roadmap into the strategic plans of the other parts of the business so we can better align and bring this to life at the time that it's ready to come out. So you can see how that creates a dependency to having that earlier in, in the piece. So that's ways that I've seen doing both prioritization well and helping bring to life the products that we're creating. So hope this helps and see you at the next video. That brings this episode to conclusion. Thank you so much for listening. Please find us on datafuturology.com or on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn or Instagram as Data Futurology. Also go to datafuturology.com forward slash podcast to find the show notes for this and any other episodes. If you like this episode, it would mean a lot to us if you could leave us a review wherever you listen to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that it was helpful and valuable for you. Thanks again and see you next time.